In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to this week's visit from the FBI. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Boy, you cannot use, uh, you can't use the, the, the webcam to direct yourself. Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm trying my new studio tonight. It is a little bit echoey. What do you think right now? It's it's okay. We'll we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. the The fun part about the new studio is I do have some of my collectibles. So uh, right back here, you guys can actually see. Um, that's the telescope that uh, that uh, Goldberg used to stock um, to stock Miss Elizabeth. Um, right here, I actually have a replica. It's not the actual chair, but a replica of the chair that Rocket Mankind with. Um, and then, uh, right here, I actually have the actual fireworks, um, or the actual pyro that did not go off on, uh, on AEW at Revolution, and, uh, those are right there, so, um, (laughs) that's the ones that didn't go off, that's what caused the problem. See, I know for a fact that you don't have the chair that Rock hit Mankind, because (laughs) I I have, I have the chair that Rock hit Mankind. (laughs) <laughs> it's a replica. Mine's a I, replica. I, I got to be honest. I have to laugh because I actually put that chair back there about I don't know twenty minutes before we went live uh, to cover up some boxes I didn't like back there in the corner. And I was like, "It's a folding chair. It's just like they have in the in wrestling. They hit people with." So. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually gonna go get some old tennis rackets and put it and mount them to the wall. I didn't have time, um, and then I was gonna try and pretend I was cornet this whole episode. That was not going to go well. No, you no, would have it killed sure me. was not. Sure was not. We are yeah, also joined me. by our partner from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? It goes, it goes. Right now you are seeing the replica of a chiseled Greek god. That's what you're seeing right now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, man, it's going good. Can't complain. Uh, Look, things are moving on the up and up with uh, Canada over here. Quebec is kind of opening up. We're like in the orange now or getting to the orange. So I was, was going to say, it looks like you're not the replica of a chiseled Greek god. Oh, boy. More the, the wish.com grizzled young veteran. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's valid. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, that was solid. <laughs> wish. Yep. Well done. Well done. So um, if you are new to this particular show... Uh, This is the Fantasy Booking Institute, where we challenge each other to book some unknown and often unlikely uh, scenario in the world of fantasy uh, professional wrestling. We do not discuss these in advance, uh, so our answers are made up all on the spot, because we think that's funnier. It is. So, um, before we get into the actual fantasy booking, I do like to take this time to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So um, if you like this show, head on over to tatnusco.com. Check out the other shows there. Uh, there's some great shows over there. Um, I also take this time to remind people to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, click that little thumbs up 
button on YouTube or the like button on whatever podcast platform you use. We are now live streaming uh, our recording sessions on YouTube and Facebook. So um, if you are one of the people watching us live, uh, welcome. If you're watching us later on the replay or or even down the road uh, listening to us on the podcast, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we hope to see you uh, again. But like, share, and subscribe, and follow us on the social media at Raw and Order WBU is where I post everything on pretty much any of the social medias. We'll go over all of those guys' social medias later in the show. This guy. Yeah, that guy. This guy. So, <laughs> well, I, didn't do, um, I didn't do the little at thing on my new. Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? Failure. No, sure didn't. Fail. Failure. You are what the Spanish call El Terrible. <laughs> I feel like Smarks is doing that right now. Like he's like, oh, I got this. <laughs> At JLB420. Real Talk Radio 8. Real Talk Radio is the brand. <laughs> it's catchy. That's that's it. Whether you're mocking me or whatever, it's the Wait, I've heard it. Mocking I've you. heard it for 83 straight weeks. That's what's done that is I've Okay, heard calm down, Eric weeks. Bischoff. <laughs> so um Bischoff. we will go oh. ahead and get into the fantasy booking i always take this time to open up to everyone else uh if they want to go first or if they would prefer uh me to go first you know what you 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 isolate yourself to first on on the other segment of this podcast um and so i'm gonna go ahead and uh I'll be happy to go first. It's up to you, JLB, but I'll be happy to go first if you want. All right, do it, new mic webcam man. Yeah, I'm kind of pumped about this. So, <laughs> um, so there, there will be more decoration. Um, that little tube right there goes to my, yeah, that right there <laughs> goes to my furnace room. So exciting. Anyway, um, so. Smarks and I actually got to have lunch together today, which was kind of fun—a late lunch, Aww. but we did. Yeah, we were. Nobody's driving to Montreal for you, but we we can see each other on occasion. Um, and so uh, there was a conversation we had about one Tony Khan, um, and uh, the interesting thing that 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 I think we see right now with Tony Khan is there's a lot of. Uh, Um, he's doing a really good job of, of trying to be uh, involved with other organizations, so to say. Um, so my fantasy booking is to is to have Tony Khan book a crossover product promo, like a six-month period. So what organizations are you involved with? How are you interlacing these? Uh, are you going as far as the streaming service? Are you going as far? I mean, we kind of did this a little bit earlier today um, and, and what our hopes would be. But I, I really want to hear JLB's input on this because he is probably, of the three of us, the second most familiar with some of the indie circuits. Uh, he watches some GZW and things like that. Um, and so um, i just kind of like to hear like how, how in-depth you would want that that. Uh, that crossover, that, that crossover booking. Um, yeah, I, I have, I have a smaller one later if you want it, but that's, that's kind of the yeah. one I'm looking for. 
about right we, now. It's just we will this. go with this. I'll go ahead and go first since it kind of started with one of our conversations, and this yeah. way uh, JLB can understand where where we mm-hmm. were coming from. Um, so it it was it was coming off of talking about the network, and uh, and you know how AEW doesn't currently have any sort of network, right? And how it would be nice for them to get one soon. Um, and I mentioned how uh, reports have it that that's why AEW has been filming a lot of uh, stuff, including like that's part of why they announced AEW Dark Elevation and, and AEW Dark is to get this whole catalog of stuff that they can pitch to streaming services to get. I think. Uh, but my idea has been, and it's been for a while that AEW should talk to a bunch of, like, independent companies, uh, like independentwrestling.tv, CZW, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, GCW, uh, some of these these smaller, independent, more local, localized uh, ones, and even maybe bigger ones like New... uh, Like, uh, not New Japan, but uh, NWA, stuff like that. Ones that don't have their own streaming service right now. Yes, independent wrestling... TV does have their own streaming service where they get a bunch of other uh, wrestling uh, promotions involved with it. But to make a partnership that says, uh, partner with us, we will occasionally send some of our wrestlers to your shows. We will occasionally use some of your wrestlers on our shows back and forth. But the bigger thing of it is we become a package deal for streaming services. That way, um, if whatever streaming service, let's just for the sake of argument, say HBO Max, because HBO um, is Warner and Warner owns Turner, which is where TNT and TBS and and where AEW is, right? Say so, say HBO Max does this, right? You then can say, listen, every month you're going to have four quarterly AEW pay per views on it, uh, but you're also going to have the AEW special events. Uh, four of them and then um, pretty much every weekend of the year one of these promotions is going to be having a special event on it whether it's ccw uh ccw uh gcw uh whatever um so you truly make an a a alternative to peacock slash wwe network um so i think i mean you know, the promotions that I specifically were saying was independentwrestling.tv, which actually is a conglomeration of a bunch of independent wrestling. Uh, uh, and I think that is part of what helps it work there. Um, but but uh, Game Changer Wrestling, which they already have at least a loose uh, relationship with... Uh, because a bunch of their wrestlers started off in GCW and like Joey Janela still wrestles in GCW. Um, in fact, he actually had to pull out of their next two shows because he's uh, injured. Uh, apparently broke a tooth and is not cleared to wrestle because they can't get it fixed in time or whatever. Uh, so uh, so those were the, the main ones. Um but I I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough of the, the other ones. Like, like um, 
you know, what ones are not currently associated with WWE in some way? Like, is Ohio Valley still associated with WWE in some way? Is I don't think OVW is anymore. Um, obviously, you know, your your AAAs aren't, um, but they're big enough to have their own streaming service. Um, there's there's some others like, uh, well, you mentioned CZW. Um, I don't think OVW is anymore because um, Al Snow tends to show up at, at some of the AEW stuff, and Al Snow is the head of, of OVW now, so... Um, but is Big South still around? Hey, honestly, at the moment, don't know. That was out of uh, New Orleans, if I remember right. Um, and then there's there's some super minor ones. There's there's uh, I know there's a small one out of Minneapolis still. Um, JLB, didn't you say that there's one in Montreal? Uh, there is one in Montreal. Uh, there's a few technically, but I mean, I guess the biggest one out of Montreal would be a company called IWS, uh, where they did get a lot of pretty big, uh, pretty like Kevin Steen wrestled. Well, Kevin Steen wrestled. Yeah. Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen wrestled there. Sa- uh, Sammy, uh, Sammy Zayn, of course, wrestled there. But of course, they're from Montreal. 2.0, which is Everrise and NXT. Obviously, there's are a lot of. Um, Montreal guys, a guy you got might know, maybe Sexy Eddie. He kind of did a lot of stuff in CZW as well and stuff like that. Um, I feel like they're already kind of doing that. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the whole Nick Gage Moxley thing. Maybe that's just a pure GCW (coughs) thing that's happening there. But I I think GCW is big enough where... um, they should and kind of maybe maybe even do like top they can have like a thing where it's like top five indie federations in north america get signed uh to have this deal with like aew to come together sort of ordeal i just don't know how you would necessarily rank it maybe I guess once it starts up, uh, the amount of tickets you can sell, the amount of venues you can go to, uh, how big your reach is sort of ordeal. But they've kind of been doing that. Of course, well, New Japan's not an indie fed, but they've been doing that with New Japan. They've gotten a lot of wrestlers from <coughs> GCW, ZZW, and CZW, excuse me, and so on. So... Well, CCW is not even a thing anywhere, right? CCW essentially closed, and GCW is like the new CCW, right? Um, no, I think CZ. CCW is still around. CCW, yeah. Okay. Um, the reason that a, the biggest thing with this is is based on streaming, not just talent sharing and not just like ticket based, uh, but but the streaming option. And I actually Especially- I have to I have to amend my my actual answer a bit. Because I just checked here, and independentwrestling.tv might already be this. Um, Independentwrestling.tv, I just checked, and they have 251 promotions. Oh, wow. Wow. uh, Under their banner. And uh, that's more than I thought. So if they were to join up with with Khan, then their big benefit is that they gain exposure. So to say, yeah. to, and Khan gains a streaming service. Yeah, 
the, to be perfectly honest, in this case, because independentwrestling.tv is already, and hashtag not sponsored. We're not sponsored by independentwrestling.tv. I no. just keep saying it because I There's do think- a lot of federations. Holy moly. Yeah, 251 of them. And, you know, I'm just looking like New South Wrestling, IWA Mid-South. UA Mid-South, for sure. Yeah. Um, but like Beyond Wrestling, uh, that's where I caught Orange Cassidy's matches with Kylie Ray. Uh, those were fun. Uh, but even more than that, like, uh, Black Label Pro is on there. Uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution. Uh, I gotta scroll, because I just keep scrolling over, because there's so many of them on here. Um, oh, nice. They actually even have IWS on here. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, CZW is on there. Um... Upstate professional wrestling. I mean, yeah, if there's an independent wrestling promotion, there's a chance that they're actually already on here somewhere. So in this respect, it almost might be that uh, Tony Khan should go to independentwrestling.tv and say, hey, put us on your streaming service. Uh, think about it from this standpoint. So I'm going to amend my, my answer just because now seeing how many... Promotions are already signed on to independentwrestling.tv. Um, it might already be what I was pitching. Just does not include... See, there's GCWs on it, although it's only got 33 events right now on it. So I don't know if, you know, if they're still on it or if they uh, were on it for a bit. Let's see. Um, the last one that they broadcast on here for GCW was November 8th of last year, looks like. Okay, so, so that's fair, though. So, so they, but, but I don't know. They have, might not have had any shows, like, full-on pay-per-view level shows uh, recently. I mean, I know they had oh, some, so but they right. haven't been on. Anyways. So, so, but I mean, just think about the extra exposure independent wrestling.tv could ha have if you know, watch aew.com or aewnetwork.com redirected to uh, to independent wrestling.tv's aew selection, so just like their shop.aewwrestling.com redirects to pro wrestling tees, right. Their search engine's exceptional. It pulls from uh, everything. So I just typed in John Moxley just because we know he's been in several promotions. Their search engine is exceptional. What? Yeah. Uh, Chikara's on, on there. And Chikara, I don't think, exists anymore. Um, so I think this is a really, really good... Like this, this is the partnership. This is the right partnership. Mm -hmm. And it's a get while getting's good thing that could work really really well for AEW um, because then they can they can partner up with these guys and they can have a streaming service while WWE is struggling with their Peacock partnership right now mm -hmm. and getting everything updated so and like I say it's it's a win both ways AEW gets a streaming service um, that they can tout and they can also say you can also go there and and find the future AEW champions uh, wrestling for one of these other promotions, um, because in the end, everyone AEW will eventually sign in the future is probably going to appear in one of these promotions at some point. 
right? Right. So AEW gets to pitch this as get to watch our stuff, but you also get to watch the best of independent wrestling all for one price. And independentwrestling.tv gets uh, additional subscriptions and a cut based on the AEW bump. Uh, it's a win-win. Uh, that being said, I do have to tell everyone here, if you uh, are not uh, subscribed to independentwrestling.tv and you consider yourself a wrestling fan, um, like especially a non-WWE wrestling fan, it's, it is a heck of a deal. Wow, it does sound like you're sponsored by them, like totally. Yeah, yeah I, I wish I was. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, yeah, hundred dollars a year—that's pretty good. Um, I don't know how updated they are, though, either. But at the same time, not a lot of shows happened in 2020. So, like yeah. IWS, I see goes until April 2019. They have Damian Sandow on here. I wonder if he's listed under Damian Sandow, but I just looked up Christian Cage. But yeah, hundred bucks if you pay for the annual subscription, or if you just want to do per month, ten bucks a month. Heck, hop on there for a month, binge the crap out of like Limitless Wrestling and Beyond Wrestling, and then move on. Anyway, <laughs> the downside is you can't search by WWE names from the looks of it. Yeah, I'm sure WWE names are. I'm sure they have to do that for trademark. Yeah. Uh, but you can look uh, up Christian Cage, and Christian Cage shows up. So, but that's yeah, but that's his uh, T that impact his name. TNA and and yeah, an outside of. Mm -hmm. I uh, just think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's my answer. Uh, like I said, I've just. Yeah, uh, I mean it's kind of hard now because it's kind of been done. At the same time, I don't see them. <clears throat> going with something like that uh like independent wrestling tv just because it's too much i think you have to maybe do like the top five uh i don't know how easy would them for them to be doing something with hbo max i don't know sure turner owns hbo but how much is gonna like turner gonna wanna I don't know. You know, it's possible they don't have a product. Uh, Peacock is kind of slowing down. I, I just don't see Tony Khan, as much as a, a mark he is and so on, I don't see him wanting to promote all those federations, but I could maybe see him do like a top five. Top five indie feds, um, mixing in with AEW. I just don't know how they would rank it. I don't know how they would do that. Maybe it would change uh, once a month or once every six months kind of deal depending on maybe your your buys itself and then if you can get on that top five ranking AEW will you know promote the shit out of you you do cross platforming we get some of their superstars um i really want to see nick gage in uh in AEW doing something with uh with moxley or kingston um really any or joey janela you know just any kind of hardcore crazy guy uh, he can wrestle Nick uh, Nick Gage. It's just he's more, obviously, more of the hardcore dude. Uh, but him and Moxley are fun times, and I'm definitely watching that pay-per-view live, uh, whether it be GCW or it happens in AEWs. Almost imagine it's going to happen in uh, GCW, though, for sure. Oh, or what's that other one? 
um, where he where Moxley fought uh, British Bulldog's son there. Um, Knockout Five or something. I don't know what it's called. Give me one second. I... Yeah, I'll do a quick Google. Moxley you doing business. stuff like that. You're gonna end up like mankind. David Boy at knockout. Oh, uh, Barnett's blood sport. That's right. That's it. Yeah. That's not. It's that's not so much a promotion. Josh Barnett just hosts these events every so often. Although it might be on this. Um, I'm just looking here. Here, I'm going to give one more piece of evidence as to why I think my <coughs> idea works. Right. I I just searched for Damian Sandow's real name just to see if I could find him on. And I did find some with him on it, but the top result now doesn't appear to feature him, but it's Blitzkrieg Pro scratched the surface from May 7th of this year, so just less than a month ago. The main event was uh, the CAP title match, which featured Brian Myers, VSK, who has wrestled on AEW Dark, and Max Caster of the Acclaim. Nice. So we already have an AEW member, an AEW member wrestling for that promotion, um, and I so think that's these why loose contracts make sense for this. Yeah, and that's why, like I said, Tony Khan can can as long as he continues to pitch them as the pinnacle of this, right? Ha, pinnacle, get it? Um, he says eight AEW is is the top. Uh, but you can see the stars of AEW's future at these other shows, right? Because AEW is always looking for the next star. Right. Oh, we're losing DA Fave into a brick wall. <laughs> so. It's just too much fun to play with. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, no one ever said that to me. I mean, what? Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> What's the deal there? Sorry. What's the deal? Uh, there? <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. Just want to go to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that that I think that makes sense to do something along those lines. I, I just I, I just don't see what they gain in promoting smaller promotions. Because they can kind of get whoever they want, though. If they really want someone that badly, they'll just say, hey, you can kind of go wrestle Think here. Think about no your problem. touring schedule. Think about just your touring schedule. How easy is it to put over your wrestler um, if, if he's coming to, we'll just say Montreal, uh, because that's where you're at. And so you put a guy in on Montreal, and one dude travels, puts over your product in Montreal, puts over the Montreal product, Mm-hmm. This is this is literally a throwback to to the NWA days with a better better access for everybody. Um, you can show the video. You can show, you know, you, you, all you have to do is go to um, go to independentwrestling.tv. Hey guys, make sure you check out uh, Max Caster's match against um, a local talent from Montreal. Man, that guy really gave him a challenge. I hope I hope Cody and Tony are looking at this. Like mm-hmm. that could easily happen on any any product. Um, 
You can have feuds where you're pulling people up and putting them back, pulling them up, putting them back. See how they can handle. You don't have a situation like Lars Sullivan happen again because you can test how that guy can handle that big crowd. Yeah, even right. more than that. Like like I said, this is less about them actually scouting the next one and more about them establishing a a presence in the streaming service that gives people a reason to subscribe. Right. The other piece is if you're in love with Seth Rollins, Tyler Black, I can almost guarantee, has has some videos on here. I can almost guarantee it. So I now AEW has access to Tyler Black stuff. Right. Yeah, there's a boatload. <laughs> there's a boatload of it. That's crazy. So then suddenly you're just stealing... WWE's talents videos not stealing it because you're not going to play it on like you're not going to put I guess for promotional stuff if you get to that deep of, an, of a of a thing and you want to show you want to show how Moxley can beat up Seth Rollins you're like look he's beat some of the best in the game and you have this partnership with independentwrestling.tv you can actually run a promo with an existing WWE guy on it you know, kind of like WWE did with Nia, Nia Jax and Britt Baker <laughs> last right. week. You know? Right. So, I mean, you want to talk about talking some smack, there's your way to do it. I was pretty genius, though, of them. I got to be honest. It was almost like an impact-ish move. You know, uh, where you're absolutely. like... <laughs> I, I got to be yeah. honest. I almost feel like this is, that was their uh, Mankind Wins the Title uh, mistake. <laughs> um, it was pretty for, close. For this reason, uh, Britt Baker then went on to, at the pay-per-view, in two days title. later, win the title. Right? Um, now, Britt Baker's at the top of the heap. I don't, I, I'm not saying that a ton of people tuned into AEW just because they saw that. But right. I think it brought more eyes to AEW than it did to WWE. Anyways, um, I'm just looking here, and I and I there's a there's a match on independentwrestling.tv from Alpha One Wrestling from 2019. Um, it's a final act ten, and uh, it had Killer Cross on it. It had Trey Miguel, who still wrestles for Impact Wrestling, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Rahit Raju, who wrestles for, for Impact. There's a ton of people on this thing. And that's my kind of my point, is being able to just point to, to uh, this and say, the, star, the future stars of AEW get their start here, right? And yes, you're glossing over the fact that the future stars of WWE also get their start here, right? <laughs> right. The future stars of Impact Wrestling get their start here. All future stars get their starts on the indies, uh, except for the rare uh, WWE or AEW find. Um, for instance, in WWE, uh, we talked about uh, Zack Ryder at one point, how he basically spent no time on the indies. Um, but an another good example, um, uh, Alexa Bliss. She was not a wrestler before WWE found her. She was a fitness model. She, yeah. And a cheerleader. And she tried out for WWE uh, Performance Center and, and got a callback. And, and there. 
Um, but along the same lines, a little um, longer to that story, but yeah, yeah, got a callback. But but that's the deal. She wasn't a trained wrestler who wrestled on the Indies. She's a WWE product. But Anna J in AEW is an AEW product, right? But in the end, most of almost all the stars of tomorrow, the stars of AEW or WWE, get their start on the Indies. So uh, by establishing yourself as part of this streaming service that has the stars of tomorrow. You also, yes, you get the side effect of being able to use it as kind of scouting. You know what I mean? Because they're your partners now and, and you can watch. But the biggest thing is this lends credence that gives people, why should I spend my $10 or, you know, AEW joins it, they pop it up to $15 a month, right? Um, why should I spend my $15 a month on independentwrestling.tv with AEW um, versus Peacock. Well, Peacock, you get TV and WWE, but independentwrestling.tv, you get all of this wrestling. And if you're a wrestling fan, that's a better that's a better monetary investment, right? So that's kind of my point. Is This is, this is not so much about actually cross-promoting as it is about giving people a reason to sign up for your streaming service over the network or Peacock. Yeah. Like, There's one sense. here with uh, Serpentico versus Killer Cross. Yeah, because the simple fact is, uh, right now, AEW does not have enough footage to do a streaming service on their own. They've got three years of shows, Twice a week, AEW Dark, AEW Dynamite, and then four pay-per-views a year, right? That's not enough for a full streaming service in by themselves. So that's why they have to join up with something else, whether it's something like a Peacock or HBO Max or an independent wrestling.tv. Um, but they have to do something. Did you look at the calendar of events coming up on this? I have not yet, but... Click on the top and look at the calendar of events. There is two tomorrow, or two today, no, yep. two tomorrow, one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday, two Tuesday, just non-stop. Mm -hmm. It's just non-stop. Yep. Guys, I, mean, I swear to you, we are not being sponsored. Just no, imagine I... if we were. This we... is an incredible <laughs> piece. We are wrestling fans whose minds are being blown live on air. And how much good stuff there is on independentwrestling.tv. Still feels like it's promoted. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I 100% understand that. I'm just saying, like... But no, it is a crazy selection. Also That's available incredible. on Google Play, the App Store, <laughs> Roku Players, Amazon you, Fire, and Apple You can TV. even get on Amazon Fire TV or Roku. <laughs> oh, jeez. You guys just kill me. <laughs> But maybe hashtag still not sponsored. This is a sponsorship I would be happy to have. This yeah. is this is as yeah. good as uh, it's not quite as good as Turks and Caicos. Tell you what, independentwrestling.tv, you sponsor this podcast. We stop talking WWE at all on this show. I mean, to be fair, whoa, we do not hard. We do exclusively independent <laughs> wrestling, AEW, and NXT, which is not WWE. We get by on a technicality. <laughs> technicality, because we really like the wrestlers on NXT. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, Bay Bay is back. Woo! Yeah, Adam Cole, Bay Bay came back tonight. 
I know DA Fabe hasn't had a chance to watch it yet. No, because nope, I've been setting this up. So. Uh, Spoiler alert. But, sorry. No, it's all right. But uh, it set, set up a, a killer match for In Your House, uh, which is next week. Oh, snap. Like, Wait, what? So a, a, a week from Sunday. So not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday, I think is what they said. What they're doing? They're blowing it up. That's what they're doing. Yeah, blowing it up. Those are snakes. They don't blow up. They just go. <laughs> those are the fireworks that didn't go off. Yeah, yeah. They're, few snakes. Years at Revolution. they're snakes. They might have gone off because all they do is go. <laughs> right there. Those didn't go off. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I. I. I'm gonna spoiler review uh, it really quickly for you. NXT was fired tonight. It's really good. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, Vince literally has to not watch his second show. That's mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, the return of Adam Cole in the middle of the uh, the only thing I will I will take a little bit of time to throw crime out at this. They start off the show with a triple threat no DQ match uh, to determine number one contender for Karrion Cross's title, right? Right. Are Triple you sure cut. it was no DQ, though? It cause... was no DQ. They <laughs> talked about it multiple times. But then Adam Cole Bebe shows up. So that uh, people with Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Johnny Gargano. And uh, Adam Cole Bebe shows up and beats the tar out of all three of them. And they go to commercial break. And they come back. And the match is done. No winner. Yep. It was an ODQ match. Why isn't it still going on? <laughs> there were two. Here's, here's the deals. Johnny Gargano should be the winner of that match, right? I, and I will fight this till my grave. It was an ODQ match. There were three contenders. One of them, Johnny Gargano, knocked out in the ring. The other two knocked out ringside. Johnny Gargano should have won that by countout. But there was no countouts. No, it's no DQ. Technically, no DQ. You can have, a but you can still have a countout. Oh, okay. Countout's not a DQ. Now, in in modern rules, they unfortunately do make no countouts or no DQs, no countouts. But you could throw that loophole at it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But so in the end, uh, later, Adam Cole Bebe came back and had a face to face with Karrion Cross, um, and it was effectively, I I'm the most dominant. Um, AEW champion, and you haven't proven yourself to me, and I deserve a shot at that title. And uh, William Regal was like, "No, you don't. You had like two matches all year, and you lost one of them. Um, so why do you?" And Karrion Cross says, "No, fine. I want it. Here's what I want. And in your house, I want all four of them in the ring. I'm going to show I'm the best. So it is a fatal five way." At in your house. Um, no, they haven't said elimination. So as of right now, it's fall. fatal five way first fall. Karrion Cross versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunn versus Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole Bebe. Too much. Might be. I don't know. I mean, as long as if it was an elimination, it'd be fine. But it's I feel like it's too much. Yeah, like how I'd are you ever going to gonna get a winner? I'd love to see it be a gauntlet. Uh, here's how they're going to get a winner. 
they're going to get a winner by carrying cross Doomsday Saitoing everyone out of the ring except for one person, and then locking on the cross jacket, cross jacket. and and getting that person. Yeah, they're taking that title off of him for a while. The I, I really think the way they take the title off of him is a rematch with uh, with Keith Lee. Yeah, I'm going back that far. Mm, yep. Maybe if I, Keith I feel Lee like they're going to roll Keith Lee back down. That's why I say that. I think they're going to roll Keith Lee back down. He he apparently is uh, not cleared to wrestle right now for some unexplained medical reason. Mm, cholesterol. That's come out. Maybe. Who knows? But we will go ahead and move on to the next challenge. So, JLB, do you want to go next or do you want Yeah, to... no, I'll go next just in case. I want you to guys to at least have a, a decent last one. Uh, yeah, but I sucked, but it was really good talking points. There you have it. Mine might be neither. So, you know, <laughs> stick me right in the middle. I just didn't in say case. either of those things. I agreed with them, but I didn't say either of those <laughs> things. Um, okay, so... I don't know what they're doing with Nikki Cross. I guess she's going to be in the triple threat match then because she beat Flair on Raw. Or did you guys just not watch Raw? She didn't beat Flair. She just didn't she beat the clock. Lose. She just didn't lose. Right. Yeah. yeah. She I did That's not watch the dumbest Raw, but... damn thing. Yeah. I did not watch Raw, but I read the results of it because uh, I wanted to rage today no and first of all the dumbest damn thing is having reginald beat Shayna baszler absolutely that's the most ridiculous second dumbest in the world that's the first dumbest thing that's the dumbest thing in the year yeah for 400 days at nxt women's champion and she loses to reginald because oh some fire went off so then is alexa bliss going after reginald now or is it officially Shayna baszler uh, I think it's officially they had apparently had a um, uh, Bliss's playground later when yeah. Reginald and Shayna Blazer showed up and yelled at Lily, uh, yelled at the doll, just said you're just a stupid doll. So I assume they're going to eventually have Alexa Bliss versus Shayna, which might be interesting if Alexa Bliss can be a regular wrestler. Um, but I so. I guess we'll we'll go with two because I hated I hate both with what they're doing with Nikki. They're making Nikki look absolutely stupid. Um, I I almost thought because if she beats Flair, she's allowed to be in the triple allowed to be in the match at Hell in a Cell. Uh, but I might be wrong about that. So if I am wrong about that, what do you guys? How would you book Nikki Cross to go back on TV? Because clearly, what they're doing now is not working. So that's one side hustle you can do, or maybe you guys can pick in between uh, two of which one you think you have a better idea for. Um, I think maybe this might have been done before, though. Book Shayna Baszler in a legitimate storyline that won't lead her losing to Reginald. Like, just a regular Shayna Baszler storyline. So you can just pick one, or you each can pick whichever one you want. So book Nikki Cross uh, into a decent storyline or book Shayna Baszler into a decent storyline with today's current talent. Okay. Or I, I mean, I, I I'll, I'll play, I'll play along with either one of those mm -hmm. um, or both of them. I, 
What do you want to do, Smarts? Uh, I'm, I'm actually... My idea is kind of both of them all in one, so um, you, you do whatever you want. We'll... We'll okay, get so it out. Um, the Reginald Shannon Baszler, the, the only way to book that storyline is for Shannon Baszler just to, number one, there's enough promo stuff happening outside of yep. WWE on on social, on the socials with Shannon dancing with Reginald and Nia and stuff like that, that, that cuts it. I mean, here's the deal. Either your socials have to be kayfabe, or your kayfabe has to follow your socials a little bit. Meaning if your wrestlers F it up like they have, then you go ahead and make those changes. Um, so I, I, I really think the Reginald, I do not understand for the life of me how the Reginald storyline has any freaking thing to do with Alexa Bliss. I do understand how the Alexa Bliss storyline goes after Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler is the most dominant woman on the roster right now. She's not being treated that way, mm. but if Alexa Bliss has enough foresight to see that, you can play that. So I suppose kind of what they're doing there might be that Alexa Bliss has the foresight to see the threat that is Shayna Baszler. The problem is that you don't get that. You get Alexa Bliss ruining Shayna Baszler beating up Reginald, who is on the socials with Nia and Alexa and Alexa dancing, or uh, Nia and Shayna da- with Shayna dancing in the background like she wants to dance as well. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's where the that falls apart. Um, I think I think what you do is you, you literally rather than having the Kira Fuda clutch be how she beats Reginald, I think you have her beat the fucking piss out of Reginald backstage. I have her, I have her do it on socials. I have her do it on um, on screen. I have her do it in every which way but south. Hey, listen, Alexa's gonna attack me if you're around. I know it's not your fault. You come out to the ring. I'm gonna be. You can do that on the socials. But I, I the almost screen, think they're kind you of... just have her attack him. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I almost think they... But Naya's got to be involved with this whole Shayna stupid thing as well, no? Like, I, they don't know where they're going, the, though. The storyline that they seem to be leading to is a breakup of the Shayna and Naya tag team. Because right. af- afterwards, Naya was consoling Reginald, um, or and celebrating with him of of the victory, right? Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. Um, I think I think my my view on the storyline is Alexa knows Alexa's not going after Reginald. Uh, Reginald is the tool in going after uh, Shayna. Yeah, and um, I think I think that allows Shayna to try and refocus on on the tag titles or on her own matches and stuff like that. Uh, Nikki Cross, the the problem with the beat the clock challenge, a beat the clock challenge is two people wrestling two different wrestlers to obtain uh, a modicum of dominance. Mm-hmm. It is not an actual dominance. It never works as an actual dominance. We've seen it in the past with like Sheamus taking on. You know, um, Poop Dick McGee and... and uh, hey, um, don't you go bad-mouthing Poop Dick McGee. Yeah. One <laughs> He's job. a great wrestler. Um, 
No, uh, yeah, and so you have, you, we've seen that in the past. That's, the problem is, this was just two minutes and if you survive, you win? Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, that doesn't work. Um, that, that's not even a real match. It's just, hey, can you run for two minutes faster than Charlotte can run? Which is literally what she did. She got out of the ring. Yeah. Da, 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 like. I beat Charlotte. No, you didn't. Yeah, you ran away. You just didn't get beat by Charlotte. And so so you're weakening her at the same time. I think what you do is you have her beat Charlotte. I think you have her beat Charlotte. So mm. you do another, because you have to set it up soon, so next week you do another beat the clock challenge, and you flat out have Nikki Cross beat Charlotte, and then say, now I want a shot at the title. And I think that works absolutely fine. Or... Say to Charlotte, back of the line, bitch, type thing. Um, <laughs> I think I think right now what's actually happening is they're trying to buy time for, for Becky to come back, which we talked a little bit about over lunch. The problem is they're not going to properly bring Becky back either. I truly feel, and I know Smarts disagrees with me on this, I truly feel like WWE is trying to set up Charlotte versus Becky for Becky's return. Um, Smarts actually has the better idea and I, I feel like that is the better idea. I just don't think that that's what WWE is going to do. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say you, the way you fix the Nikki cross thing is having Nikki. And this is the time you do a roll up. This is when a roll up actually works. So you have Nikki cross beat Charlotte with a surprise roll up. That's fine by me. And then you have, um, and then uh, on the on the Shayna thing, you just have her beat the shit out of Reginald. You just have her do it. Beat the shit out of Reginald. Nia can get pissed. You can break up the tag team because God knows you can't leave a tag team together for more than a week and a half. So you might <laughs> as well break up that tag team. And and now Nia can be attacking Shayna. And we don't have to worry. And and, and Alexa can, can be pissed off that that isn't, isn't the route that it was supposed to go. Um, remember, Alexa and Nia have a history together, so I think there's something there that can be done. Um, it's just a really, really fucked up comic book that isn't going to play out right. It's it's like... Y'all ever watched Riverdale? Yep. On Netflix? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not actually Archie. It's not even close to the story of Archie. Right. This is what that this is this is doing that with good women's wrestling and they're turning it into Riverdale, which is an okay storyline if you write the okay storyline. And then you get to season two and you're like, why the fuck is this happening again? <laughs> yeah. That's Riverdale exactly what's shit. happening here. Yeah, the second season was horrible. Actually, the end of the first season was horrible on Riverdale. So I'm <laughs> calling you out, Netflix. But um it was intriguing for uh, what nine episodes? Would you say JLB? Yeah, that's about, I mean, I, I technically went full. I think still I was still good after first two seasons, but then after oh. that it got it got just really stupid. Season two, with, with the, yet another murder in this tiny town. I'm out. Well, I mean, the sorry, the, the gargoyle thing just got to me. Games uh, okay. and the gargoyle. I was like, no, no, out of here. I'm done. So anyway. But that's neither here nor there. We're not here to review Netflix series. Might um, as well. Ross what sucks. What, yeah, no <laughs> shit. What I'm saying is your storyline is written so shitty right now 
that there is no way to properly assemble it. And maybe Smarks will tell me otherwise. Maybe Smarks will say, ah, I got something for you, man. But for me, I think the only way to fix the Shane and Baszler thing is to make it a more direct story. Come after this story, do whatever you're going to do with it, make it happen. Um, on the Nikki Cross thing, you have to have Nikki Cross beat Charlotte to really build some value to that. That's my humble opinion. And it's probably my humble wrong opinion because I'll probably hear Smarks' statements and go, holy shit, that's wonderful. Um, so I'm going to pass it over. I don't know if I'm quite as confident in my answers as you build up there, but um, <laughs> so um, the grand scheme of things with this uh, is um, what I do. Number one, Nikki Cross. I'm going to take kind of both of them. Um, we still need closure with Nikki Cross and, and uh, Alexa Bliss. So instead of doing Shayna versus Alexa Bliss like this, we we punt on that storyline and have Nikki Cross interrupt the the next Firefly Funhouse, whatever you want to call it, with Alexa Bliss. And and start that up again. And you know, I, I really want to rescue my friend. Um I like it so far. Keep going. Um which which gives both of them something to do, takes takes both of them out of the the title picture. Um, which Nikki Cross she belongs in the talk of the title picture, but they're not gonna ever do it, right? But it also frees Shayna up. Shayna Baszler to go after what she really should go after. The match that we would like to see more than almost any of them on the main roster is Shayna Baszler going after the Raw women's title currently held by Rhea Ripley. Uh, if they do it right. Because we've seen Rhea versus Charlotte before. Uh, we've seen Rhea versus Asuka before. We've seen Rhea versus a few other ones. Uh, we have not on the main roster seen Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. And so then you've got the most dominant NXT Women's Champion over 400 days going after the Raw Women's uh, Champion who was also an NXT Women's Champion. Uh, who was the one who beat her for that mm -hmm. NXT championship? Yep. And so so you've got a, a storyline right there where we actually get to see this this fight that we would like to see rather than Charlotte versus Rhea part four. Um so that's that's what I would do. How you get it into to that is I think you have Rhea beat Charlotte, not Rhea, you have Shayna beat Charlotte face-to-face -face in a in a heads-on match that is basically, if I beat you, I take your spot. Uh, hmm. And Charlotte can be the cocky SOB that she is, you know, and, and there's no way you're going to beat me. I'm the queen. And and have Shayna Baszler destroy her, um, and then go into this match against Rhea Strong. Um, you might have I to do it. a, 
you might have to do a little bit more of Shayna being a badass uh, beforehand. Maybe maybe a month of her costing other people matches by just walking in and and cure food clutching both of the contestants. You know what I mean? Saying until I get put in the title picture, I'm gonna ruin every match or whatever. Um, that's fine. But in the end, Shayna Baszler shouldn't be tied up facing Reginald or even really caring about the tag team champions. She should be going after the, the gold belt. That's what she should be going with. And you make her the badass that she always was and should yeah. be. Yo, I've said this before. I 100% uh, know that every single woman on the WWE women's roster, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, heck, all of them on the AEW women's roster. Um, and yes, I'm even counting like Aaliyah and everything. I 100% believe they could probably kick my ass, right? However, I am physically scared of Shayna Baszler. Right? Yeah, understandable. Um, she's the only one that really physically scares me. And she's probably a super nice person. All reports have that. But she's a scary person. So because of that, we need to get her back to scary. Um, I, th I think this really just kind of goes to show how uh, moving up to the air quotes main roster for a lot of these NXT stars is not the best option for them. Uh, well, I, I think the other thing that having Shane in that title picture builds is, is a really good return for Becky. You've got my title, and we've got some unfinished business. She can turn around. They can do some makeup scar tissue of the bite, referencing probably the worst part of that storyline, but at least make that storyline valuable. We've got some unfinished business, and you've got my title. You know, that mm -hmm. I, I like where that goes, having Shayna in the title picture, especially knowing Becky's, Becky's six months or less away from being back in the ring, if she's coming back to the ring. Now, I we don't have any confirmation of that, but it would be great to know. Yeah. To to reference the storyline that uh, DA Fabe was mentioning when I mentioned with uh, Becky Lynch coming back, I I'm convinced that they're they're uh, setting her up to come back and challenge Rhea Ripley for the title, um, and basically, uh, for lack of a better term, deliver the line. Uh, you know, they said uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, I'm the man, and you ain't beat me yet. Um, uh, which is a match I want to see way more than Becky versus Charlotte again, or Charlotte versus Rhea. So, but I would like to see Becky versus Becky versus Becky uh, versus Shayna would be also good again. Yeah. Yes. So. Okay. Well, that's both challenges there. So now it is time. To move on to my challenge, and my challenge, you know me, I like to I like to give uh, slightly longer challenges. Sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, I don't need storylines for this though. The nice thing with this challenge for you guys is you don't have to come up with storyline. No reasons behind this. Um, I've just been enamored over the last few days with the fact that uh, with the crowds from AEW Double or Nothing specifically. Um, and how much they added to that ambiance, that show just in general, right? Absolutely. Um, 
and how much we've missed crowds. And yes, WWE had crowds for WrestleMania. Um, but somehow or another, it wasn't the same. Like there was something about the WWE crowd that still felt forced and piped in. Whereas the AEW crowd felt organic and, and in it. But so, um, and maybe that was location. Maybe the crowds in Jacksonville um, are better than the crowds in Tampa. You know, um, I don't know. But um, my challenge to you guys is I want you to book the three matches, the three main matches of the first full crowd show that you could go to. Your first full crowd show uh, post-pandemic. What are the three <coughs> matches that you want to see main evented? Now, the, now, here's the thing is, the rules of this are very simple. It's whoever currently wrestles for that promotion or free agents who could show up, right? But this is not cross-promotion stuff. This is not, if you're choosing an NXT show, say, hey, I'm, you know, the first live show that I hope to go to is an NXT show, then I need NXT wrestlers or free agents who might show up on NXT. And go. Who wants to go first? I think I'll go first. Okay. Thank yeah. you. No, that's fine. Um, so first one that came to my head, just because I don't think I have seen it live in Montreal at a WWE event. Um, but I would like them to see them maybe revive and redo the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn um, feud. Not necessarily their most recent one with him being uh, – with him thinking that everyone's out to get him. Um, but – or, I mean, do that, but also make it, like, you know, something that doesn't involve Logan Ball and make it a decent kind of storyline. I would just – I guess, selfishly, I would love to see that. Two Montreal boys go at it, but also, at the same time, two very talented wrestlers. Um they are on the same brand, so that would work. Um, I also feel like I've never seen a Seth Rollins match live. I must have. But I don't recall. <laughs> so um, I would certainly like to see Seth and Cesaro go at it right in front of my eyes. I think that would be... Uh, a good time. I don't necessarily, it's kind of done now, but I would certainly like to see that live. Seeing, I've never seen the Cesaro swing. <laughs> I would just love to see the Cesaro swing live. That's great. That'd be hilarious. Um, Your luck that very first time it happened, he just swing dance with whoever was in the ring. Say that again? He would just swing dance with swing whoever dance. was in the ring. Swing, swing. Um, So you're obviously doing a SmackDown, it sounds like. SmackDown, yeah. So it's going to be SmackDown. I'm going to stick with SmackDown because at least I'm sticking with the same brand. Um, I think I might want to go... Who's Roman facing right now? 
Um, really? Okay, I thought it was the only one. <laughs> I don't know if they have a Roman, like an actual number one right now. Because um, I'm guessing that was Cesaro, but now Cesaro is going to go with uh, Seth. So I guess they just probably don't have a person right now. Um, All right, here's the rumors about it for Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. This an expectation. Um, Lashley McIntyre. That's already, oh, now that's already booked. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte is booked. Bobby mm-hmm. and Drew's booked. Seth and Cesaro in Hell in a Cell. Roman versus Jimmy. That's a rumor. Mm, okay. Uh, you know what? Give me, uh, give well, me the best. One of the other rumors on here is AJ and Omos versus. Oh, I don't want to see Jackson Riker, which we know isn't going to happen. Well, that's not going to happen. So I didn't that happen on SmackDown? I think that's like a SmackDown um, match. Yeah, it ha- no, it happened yeah, on Raw this up. week, and and Elias walked out on Jackson Riker. And said, no, oh. we're going back to touring. I don't want to be stuck in a car with Jackson Riker. Which, wow. in fairness, I don't want to be stuck Bailey's in a car with Jackson Riker either. So, <laughs> I'm guessing they're getting and, ready to cut Jackson Riker. I feel like they would have done it, though. Like, he wasn't doing anything. That whole I, I don't know what's up with Elias, but Elias has been irrelevant for, like, four years now. Uh, Elias is a live crowd person but even at i feel like even towards the last year of his live crowdness i didn't give a shit uh, like, the crowd still did because they mm. you still at the shows what does wwe walk. stand for walk with walk elias with elias i know but then that's it and but i still don't care about his wrestling i didn't care about i'm trying to think like i feel like who did he get injured? He got he got thrown off into a table. I think it was at like WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken, like two years ago. Like yeah. even before that, like I felt no, like he injured somebody else. I thought, or did he? Okay, maybe. I don't know, but I, I, yeah, people know his walk with Elias, but at the end of the day, he's still irrelevant. He's not in a big storyline. He's not being used. I'm not caring when he's in a match at all. They're, they aren't putting. I don't think I'm the only one here. They aren't putting a weight on him or anything, so that's that's part of the reason that you feel. I like guess. Um, and I think my last match would have to be uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Gimme Sasha. I've never seen Bianca Belair live, and I guess that makes sense because she's only been in the main roster two year, a year and a half, maybe, if that. So yeah, this is before even um, pandemic started. So uh, after pandemic started, so definitely would love to see Bianca Belair live. I want to see her boot strength live. Like that girl's some, that girl's a, a tough nilly. So I would definitely love to see her live with going against Sasha Banks, preferably in a Hell in a Cell, just because, you know, SmackDowns can randomly do that. Apparently. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that would be a good card. I would definitely pay uh, my uh, bucks to go see that. I, I probably would, too. 
Yeah. Those are good matches, though. Now it's up to DFA. What would be your three matches for your first first show back post-COVID? Well, in reality, what's likely going to be close enough that I can go first is going to be Raw, um, in all likelihood. I'm not going to do that. Um, NXT doesn't really tour, so um, mm. that sucks. <laughs> yeah, you can so, still book it. I'm going to say that All Elite goes to Kansas City, and you and I head to Kansas City for for um, All Elite Wrestling um, on a Friday night, which actually might kind of work with our schedules. Maybe we could maybe make that work. Anyway, um, we're going to have the pleasure of seeing... Let me enlarge this a little bit so I can see everybody here. Um... We're going to have uh, Britt Baker in a match. Against. I'm deciding here. Hold on. God, I have to actually like want to see this. Jade Cargill. Oh. That would be interesting. And the setup the week before is a number one contenders match between Chris Statlander and Jade Cargill, Cargill just to get Smarks all sorts of hyped up for this. But Jade Cargill actually gets the win over, win over Chris Statlander. I know, Smarks, you're going to stab me for saying that Boo. the next time you see me. Boo. <laughs> um, the next match I'm going to have on this card is going to be a resolution. Um, and it's going to resolve something that's happened in the past. And it's going to be QT Marshall versus Dustin Reynolds in a first blood match. Because I think in Kansas City you can cut. Um, can't believe QT Marshall is part of your must-see matches. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's, it's the first blood part that, that's... <laughs> I, I mean, yes, I could do more must-see, but I want storylines. I like storylines. I like to be able if to If QT Marshall stuff. doesn't bleed within a minute, I, I riot. <laughs> and then last but not least is going to be the Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega match that's already been booked. Oh, yeah, that all day. Give me, just give me all, I'll give you all my money just for that match. Like, Yeah. Well, and, and, and I think I think this is a really good opportunity to have Adam Hangman Page come in, maybe interfere. Um, that story didn't really end yet, and AEW's very good about this. So I mentioned earlier having um, Becky Lynch say, I've got unfinished business and pointing at the scar on the back of her neck that isn't really there, but again, makeup can do. Uh, AEW's actually good at this. They're actually, actually good at bringing up We've got unfinished business from a year and a half ago. Um, and I think that that's a really good way to go about that. So have Adam Hangman Page be the reason Jungle Boy wins, which gives Jungle Boy the credibility he deserves. But Kenny Omega, there's a certain amount of Kenny Omega can't take the loss to Jungle Boy that, that exists right now. Um I suppose if he did, we could all learn to live with it pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. But, um, 
I I truly and and before we recorded um, the review on Sunday night, I truly believe that Sunday night we saw the birth of the AEW originals. I truly believe we started to see that movement towards not Jericho Moxley, but Kenny Omega, the first domestic major promotion he's been with, now AEW. Um, uh, Miro, Miro's probably the downfall of that right now. Not that there's anything wrong with Miro, but I think we saw, you know, between Jungle Boy getting his win, um, just some of the other matches we saw as a whole, uh, I really feel like, you know, we saw Sammy Guevara pull off the win uh, on Sunday night for his, his team for the the inner circle. So I, I, I just, I think we've seen the birth of that, and I think Jungle Boy is a perfect person to, to put that on his shoulders. But it doesn't mean it's going to happen. I think it's funny. Uh, at the same week that you're talking about this being the birth of the AEW originals, all of that stuff, is the same week that the WWE marks are out in force hollering about how uh, uh, AEW is making the same mistakes WCW did with bringing in uh, all the old guys because now they signed Mark Henry. Mark Henry's not going to wrestle. Yes. Yeah. He's a commentator coach. And if you've ever heard him and Big Show banter in real life, because they're really close in real life, that show is going to be one of the most must-see must-see commentator combos that you'll ever have. Mm -hmm. Even more than that, um, if I remember correctly, Jade Cargill was trained by Mark Henry. So we talk about AEW Originals. Jade Cargill's in that that uh, yeah, she's in that category. Category and and she was trained by Mark Henry. But I just I feel like we're we're really drifting towards more AEW, um, a more a, more AEW Originals, more non uh, other promotion built people um adam page you said this uh uh, smarks when we talked off air you thought adam page was gonna be was was the AEW original to first hold the title um i think kenny omega kind of fits in that category but he's not he does have so much new japan pro that that he doesn't have that and so i'm very excited to start seeing the development of the AEW originals uh, ECW didn't start with the great, uh, with people following Tommy Dreamer and RVD. They built Tommy Dreamer and RVD and Sandman, oh. and um, and I'm not a Sandman fan, but they built that. They built those characters. That's where I think we're at the stage now, finally, where we're going to start seeing AEW originals. Takeover guys who who are young blood, uh, you might even call them the new blood versus the old guard. Um, I don't I don't really think that that's where they're headed. I really don't. Um, and and I don't know how you could say that how the WWE marks could say that because Miro was a was a mistake for WWE to to lose. Um, 
yeah, I, I think we're I think we're ready for AEW originals. I don't think that it'll be. I, I don't think the title will be taken off off of Kenny Omega by Jungle Boy. But we've talked before about how to properly book Kenny Omega losing his titles, and if Jungle Boy is the last of a series of people who who just cascade the gold right on off of him, um, that's not a bad way to do that. So, but yeah, no, but for the most part, I agree. I, I wouldn't have booked uh QT Marshall in my dream no. first mat, first show back, but that's yeah, I'm still on I didn't that. I say it was like a dream, I just think it'd be a really great match. To see. I didn't hear anything after he said QT Marshall in her first mm-hmm. blood, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to this event. Yeah, you don't want to see QT it. Marshall bleed. I don't want to see QT Marshall in my mat, in my money that I'm going to be in my tick on my ticket venue card that I'm going to be paying for cuz uh Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky for a number 1 contender for Miro's TNT championship. Does that make you feel better? I'm there. All right, I'm down. Yep. yep. I'm there. <laughs> 100%. Yep. I'm there 300%. Sting shows up and doesn't have to take a bump so that Smarks doesn't worry about how he gets injured. But he signs autographs for hours on end on the concourse and he'll talk to you as long as you have questions for him. Yep, I'm also, I'm still down. Yep. <laughs> we aren't getting home till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no, you had me at Sammy Guevara. I'm waiting to, for Sammy Guevara to respond to my tweet, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, don't hold your breath. We don't want you to die. La. Like, come on. La, la. I, t- la, 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 la. I tweeted at him uh, earlier today. And I was like, um, at Sammy Guevara, hey, I've got, a, I, I have an argument with one of my co-hosts as to who delivers the best 630. Uh, I say you, he says it's Ricochet. Tell him I'm wrong. Tell him you're wrong. He's wrong. So, <laughs> I'm waiting to hear back on that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get involved in that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is your battle, bud. It's subjective. <laughs> and he knows that Ricochet does it better than he does, so he's not going to say anything. What? What? What would happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of the challenges section. So we are going to move to our game that we like to play. This is... All Elite Wrestling, Ring of Honor, or Impact. Uh, the game where I throw out and then they challenge back afterwards, because we're fair. Um, ish. <laughs> Three current WWE wrestlers that need to be relocated to a new promotion. AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact. Um, in many ways, Ring of Honor is is the bad option, but it's not the bad option. So my challenges uh, to the other two uh, are the three people that were in the triple threat on NXT this week. That is Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, and Johnny Gargano. And go. So Pete Riley. Okay, the three in the... Pete Riley, yeah. Totally new wrestler. Pete Riley. Riley. (laughs) Johnny Dunne. 
Yeah, and Kyle and <laughs> Sorry, Dunn, Riley, Gargano. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> so um, Dunn's going to ROH because I really don't like Dunn, and I'll never watch him in ROH. Breaking fingers, so I'm good with that. Um, I feel like you need to have Gargano in impact. Uh, he kind of has everything going for him. I'm not sure you have his current gimmick. Um, maybe you have him as more of like the good guy gimmick where people like the, like them, Johnny wrestling. And I, I think he maybe still uses that with his bad heel gimmick, but um, you make him go face though, when he does go to AEW um, and you also, oh man, but Gargano would be amazing in the X division. Yeah, but it's like a set down by giving him, by giving Gargano that I feel. So Kyle O'Reilly will do just as good. Um, and I think that's where he'll maybe get the momentum that he needs to be a bigger star than he's showing off even in NXT, I feel. Although he's going to be in the main event at In Your House, I still feel he's not up there with, you know, the Adam Coles or the Finn Balors or the um, uh, uh, Tommaso Ciampas of the world. Uh, so, and I don't know why exactly that is because he is phenomenal in the ring, but I've only really began noticing him in the last maybe six months, maybe because he was always equipped with um, their group, which I'm drawing a blank currently. Guys, come on. The way. No. Oh, I'm the, talking about uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly of uh, the Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I thought you were still running your gano. Yeah, no, no, shows how much you're paying attention, but I'm also yep. all over the place, so my apologies. Um, so yeah, Kyle O'Reilly to Impact, just because I think he'll be a bigger star there. Gargano seems to fit the mold of AE dubs. Uh, he has the look, he can talk, but he needs to be a face. And then you have Dunn going to ROH because he can break fingers there and not on my watch that I'm not wearing currently. And uh, that's what I'm doing. Back to you. To me. Yes. All right. So I, I think the um, I think the obvious move is Kyle O'Reilly to AEW. I feel like that's the strongest move. Um, Kyle O'Reilly has a size that is valuable in AEW. I know that they use some smaller wrestlers. Um, but they they do have some some focus on guys that aren't quite as small as say Gargano. So um, I'm gonna go with Kyle O'Reilly to AEW. Um, Pete Dunn is the bruiser weight. I I don't really love his gimmick. Like he's the my least favorite of this group. Mm-hmm. Um, I. <laughs> I'm gonna put send Pete Dunn to ROH. Just, 
I hate the finger thing, man. I agree with I you. I know. I hate it. I hate it's the finger thing. thing. Like, it was cool at first, but then it just got stupid. It's cool when the villain used it. Go ahead and make your remarks, Marks, if you want. That I'm never... Sp- oh, no? You're going to leave yourself muted? You're like, I'm not, I'm not talking about the villain. Uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um... Yeah, I just don't. I don't really like Pete. <laughs> yeah, so, not a fan. I suppose he's gonna go to our, and, and he's. <laughs> I enjoy his matches. I just don't like him. Like I don't know. <laughs> Me too, though. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I can totally see like Eddie Eddie uh, Kingston and Gargano having a match. I could see Gargano um, with a lot of guys in AEW. I could see Sammy Callahan and Gargano. Gargano with his underhanded shit. I love it. Like, I want, I want, I, the more I think about it, the more I want Gargano and Impact. Um, Kyle O'Reilly fits anywhere. No, Kyle O'Reilly is one of the best wrestlers in the sport. He can literally go to any one of these promotions and elevate the promotion. And excel. That's how good he is. Yeah. So I'm going to put Kyle O'Reilly in AEW. uh, Eddie, or or, uh, Johnny Gargano. To uh, impact and um, you know the knuckle cracker to uh, ROH. <laughs> the knuckle cracker. <laughs> I just I can't. I don't. I don't know. There's some moves that are done, and and I'm gonna go on a little oh, rant dude. here. There are some moves that are done, like this little thing that uh, Shayna Baszler does. Yeah, when she picks up her foot to stomp on your elbow, fucking move your elbow. Uh, she she uh, pinches a nerve and and locks she, her elbow she, in that no, way. No, uh, but she so. locks it. She you can't move the elbow because she has it locked, and then she just stomps on it. That's the thing, though. Shut no. up. Okay. You're wrong. I'm I'm attributing it to like a, a nerve pinch. She pinches a nerve, and then their arm temporarily goes numb. There, right. that's the sequence of moves. Now, Randy Orton does it. He's 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 weakened them. But once they start twerking you around to set up your hand to stomp on your hand or your elbow or something like that, fucking move it. She's an MMA fighter. She knows how to maneuver your hand, so you can't. And then it's she like jumps up in the air. Thing. Oh, yeah. So you're, in, you're wedged under your weight and you can't just push up. Like, no, it, these are people who know news, how to do DA Fabe also says, uh, when someone throws you at the rope, stop running. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, that particular one, I cannot. Oh. <laughs> it just drives me batshit. I don't know why. And, and, and Pete Dunn does a plethora of them. If he's got your fingers, poke him in the eye. Yeah, straight up. That I agree with 100%. <laughs> but, uh, poking him in the eye, it's against the rules. Um, actually. When was the last time we saw any rules followed that were old school rules mm-hmm. like eye pokes, hair pulls, and and uh, punches, close fist punches? Apparently, WWE has officially changed the rules where close fist punches are are okay, but that's dumb. Um if you if you ever want to get to the heart of why close fist punches are dumb in professional wrestling, um, there's a very good um, YouTube video. Al Snow is talking to a bunch of trainees. Trainees. Al Snow has like there's a series of Al Snow videos up online 
that you can find um, where he's talking to people training. He's helping train people. And in this one, he talks about why don't we allow punches? And he goes into the reason why punches are illegal. And the biggest thing is this. It's um, when you're trying to sell stuff on TV, a punch breaks kayfabe faster than anything else, right? Because um, none, none of us, the three of us on this podcast, the people listening at home, people watching the live stream, people watching the replay, none of us have taken a suplex and actually been lifted up in the air and then suplexed down vertical suplex. We don't know how bad. Not a vertical is. suplex. Yeah, I, I mean, I was a wrestler. I've, I've taken. Yeah, but kind of a snap we, suplex. We we don't know how that hurts, right? So our brains get to make it hurt however much we want it to hurt. But almost all of us have taken a punch to the face, to the shoulder, to the whatever you know. In some way, sometimes it was in fun. Sometimes it was a friend, especially guy friends, right? Uh, I I know very I have very few like really close guy friends that I know personally that I haven't at least punched or been punched by once. You know, he's one of them. Yep. Um, we were yes. both well into adulthood when we met. So him. far. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. I'm gonna do a knife edge chop because that's one that neither of us know how that feels. Yeah. But that's the point is 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 from a from a fan standpoint, almost all of us know approximately what a punch feels like. Yeah, yeah. we don't know what uh, a Mike Tyson punch feels like. We don't know what a know. Anthony Agogo punch feels like. But we know what punches feel like just in general. So when you see a punch on a wrestling thing, it inherently feels less painful than most of the other moves they do, and it breaks kayfabe. Because we already know what it feels like. But everything else out there, we don't know. And so our brains get to make it hurt as bad as we want it to. Right. So, But yeah, go watch. A, just search for Al, Al Snow Shoot and you'll find a bunch of them. He is probably one of the smartest minds in professional wrestling in the 90s and 2000s. Like in terms of the actual art of professional wrestling. Never was a top tier star, but his mind is one hundred percent there. So, what does everybody want? Head, which you know, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> yep, what does everybody need? He might be wrong on the need. I think most of us can survive without. Yeah, that's valid. Okay, next challenge. Who wants to go next? I will. Okay. I'm gonna flip it on us. I'm gonna go to AEW. So we have this thing that uh, that we like to complain about a little bit that happens in WWE, and I'm just gonna pretend that AEW starts doing this, and that is breaking up tag teams way too often and way too soon. So a certain tag team added another member in the last six months. Uh, that tag team was the Lucha Brothers. Um, we're gonna break up Death Triangle. So. <laughs> I know, I know. So you got Pac. They're going to be the first trio champions. How dare you? You ruined all their plans for the trio belt. You got Penta and you've got Ray Phoenix. Go! 
obviously WWE replaces uh, replaces uh, AEW. AEW on this. Um, you can choose where in AEW your your or WWE your AEW star goes. Though. Okay, that's cool. So you're not regulated to Raw or SmackDown. <sighs> Well, I can see JLB still thinking, so I'll no, I I'll go. Okay. So, ah, oh, I just don't feel okay. Yeah, I'll do it this way. It's not um, to make you feel good. I do this because it sucks to do. I know. <laughs> I want to see no one in WWE. Maybe, maybe I could see some of them in NXT or all of them yeah. in NXT, but not. Uh... <sighs> okay. So I think Ray Phoenix, though, uh, is too good for any part of WWE. I even feel that in NXT, they'll just maneuver him into doing stuff with El Fantasma for far too long. Uh, so I think Phoenix goes to uh, Impact and just kind of dominates that uh, division of the because ray phoenix is the one that's kind of one of them's the showman and one of them's more the is it penta no penta is the one with the crazy mask right phoenix is the more aerial one i mean they're more aerial aerial, but they're both yeah phoenix is the more penta is the man man yeah so he's the more showman out of the group um, so I think you put Phoenix in Impact. I feel I'm not bringing Pac back to uh, WWE. That's not happening. Um, so Pac would go to ROH. Uh, he's been an involved a bunch of times, so he has that indie feel, and I'm sure he's wrestled in ROH before, so he might just fit in. And you bring the showman to. NXT, because God knows if you're gonna put him, if you're gonna put them on Raw or SmackDown, they're gonna be part of the Lucha House Party, and that's no bueno. I mean, they were on SmackDown or Raw, uh, facing someone. I think, yeah, I think it was Raw where they were facing a duo. I'm not sure which duo, um, but no, you're you're not putting them in the Lucha House Party. You're definitely not doing that. Although, I would love to see uh, Penta versus. Um, uh, uh, um, damn it! One of the guys from Lucha House Party. The uh, only two of them. Lee I know. Or Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik. Uh, I think Penta and Grand Metalik would just be flames, complete fire. If you let them do what they want to do, that would just be a good time. Um, minus the certain botches that Grand Metalik does at the moment but yeah that's what i'm gonna do so pack to roh um phoenix to impact and you have penta to nxt i just hope they don't like push him into an alpha tasma thing and then that's it he kind of just you know uh stays there because i think he can even potentially be nxt champion He's fun. Like, he's really the showman of the group. Um, 
Although I guess we've only seen him do the piano, but it's really over though. So like, I think it would work. Okay. I, I kind of want to see a Dominic on a pole match. <laughs> I, I am. I, well, you might get that um, from me <laughs> because um, of all three of those, the one that's going to WWE is going to be Penta, but he's going to SmackDown because he's going to be the one who retires Rey Mysterio. Um, and then That'd be dope. that makes and sense. Then you can have him also while he's there retire Dominic because no <laughs> yes, fucking no, he's gonna be Dominic's new mentor. Nope, and he's gonna get the custody of Rey Mysterio's son. <laughs> It'll be the new Eddie Mysterio matchup in the 2021s. That's gonna what's gonna happen because WWE Dominic Zero shit. Miedo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you could definitely see WWE doing that, though. Like, Control-C, Control-V. That's some good-ass word. Yeah. So um, then uh, where I differ from you, well, I differ from you in putting uh, Penta Smackdown, on SmackDown, NXT, yeah. but instead of NXT, but where I really differ from you is Pac is going to Impact. Um, mm. He is going to run that place, right? Not just X Division. He can run that whole fucking show. Yeah, he's built now, man. For uh, sure. Um, he can come in there and take that belt off of whoever has it. He can stand toe to toe with Moose. Um, oh my God, that'd know. be fire. Yeah. So, oh. um, which unfortunately leaves Ray Phoenix uh, going to Ring of Honor, which, uh, like I say, unfortunate. Ring of Honor is a fun show to watch if you can get it. And it's, hard um, to get, though. it's just hard for us to get uh, personally. It's hard for a lot of people to get. So, um, but but that place there, he could come in there and um, eventually he could he could probably be main event, but he would have to at least start off, um, you know, mid card and and work his way up there. Um, but there are some fun matches in in Ring of Honor that I, you know I would love to see uh, Ray Phoenix versus Danhausen. Ray Phoenix versus uh, Dalton Castle would be fun. Mm. Uh, so Ray Phoenix versus PJ Black would be pretty fun. Anyways, uh, so those those are what I would do with that. But um, but yeah, no, we're not putting we're not putting Pac Neville back in WWE. I don't care. Not happening. Not happening. No, sorry. Never. Nope. 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 Oh, I agree. Oi, agree. Oi. Oi. So, JLB is last for the challenging. Hmm. All right. So, um, yeah, I think I'll go this route. We are going to... I feel like we've done everything, guys. Um, we, we have to do current, right? Or not necessarily. I felt like we've done some future time machine, time machine ones. You got a time machine. Oh, look at that! We got a time machine. Yeah, All right. Brother? So we're doing time machine. Yes. Okay. And we are doing yes. big guys. Oh, I know. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, no. Scratch that. Here we're gonna kind of go cryptic with this one. I was going to say it in such a really mean way. You were going to say dead guys, weren't you? I was going to say dead guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say dead guys. Um, 
guys who have passed away, unfortunately, in the wrestling business. Also known as dead guys. Yes. Move on. So we are going with Owen Hart. Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. Go. Okay. Now, now, specifically, you're saying because they're all WWE, so it's still AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Owen Hart to AEW. I'll, I'll go first, by the way, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you'll have a different opinion here. Owen Hart to AEW. Um, because I don't think AEW will ever saddle him with a blue blazer gimmick. You sure no. won't. Definitely. Um, At least I hope not. Owen else? liked the blue blazer gimmick, though, didn't he? I think he liked it. They he just didn't like the whole rappel down from the roof and die part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It is still too soon for this challenge. Holy shit. <laughs> um. Did Eddie, I go over the edge with this one? No, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Eddie to impact. I think that there's a vi- vibrosity, vivaciousness that Eddie brings to the personality of professional wrestling that would just amplify a title feud, a promo. Um, Eddie just does something different that impact needs. Um, the closest you have to that right now is probably Sammy Callahan, and I can't stand Sammy Callahan's promos. <laughs> so, um, which it, I mean, I'll 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 rephrase that. Diana Perrazzo is the closest you have to that, and a really good promo skill. Um, Sammy Callahan is the closest male you have to that. Um, Moose cuts a good promo, but it's just big deep voice. That can yeah, his voice is a tad too deep. It's kind of weird. I, I beat you. And I feel like right. that's not even his voice, though. I, I feel like I, he's putting up like a character voice, and I'm like, dude, I, no. If that's the <laughs> case, that's fine. I just, uh, as a whole, that's a great character for him, but it doesn't bring a lot of vivaciousness to the to the product. Definitely not. No. Um, Kenny does that right now, but that's just Kenny. Um. Which which means I'm putting Benoit in ROH. Benoit wasn't wasn't killer on promo skills. It, his promo was toothless aggression. Like that's that's the promo for him, and just beating the shit out of people. Um, so I think that's I think that's where I'm going with that. Um, all three of those could go to any promotion, um, and just really create. A very good product out of it, but that's where I'm going with it. And maybe nice. I stole Smarts from the looks on his face. No, <laughs> I mean sort of, but you, you know, like you said, any one of these could go to any one of them, right? Um, it's kind of funny because as he was listing off, he's like Owen Hart, and I'm like, okay, Owen Hart to AEW, and he's like Chris Benoit, and I'm like, oh wait, no, Chris Benoit to AEW. He's like Eddie Guerrero, and I'm like, wow, fuck. Um, <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? Um, the tough thing is, 
if if you guys would have known me back during the WCW days, uh, following up Sting, my man Sting, as my favorite WCW wrestler or favorite wrestler, Chris Benoit was really high on my list. It was Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit were my favorites. So um, while I 100% understand and agree with D.A. Fabe on Chris Benoit's uh, promo skills not being uh, particularly great, uh, a Chris Benoit in his prime in AEW would be bonkers. Fire. Yeah. It would be 100%. It would be pants. Um, and so... Pants? See, it would be pants? That, yeah, what the hell is that? That's uh, it's not even a thing the cool kids say. That's that's ta- listen to wrestle talk sometime. Pants in in uh, Britain is what they use for underwear, and so when something is absolutely crazy, they say thing things are pants, whereas we say you know pants for trousers, right? Uh, so when they say something's nuts, they'll say thing that that is just pants. Oh, it's because nuts because it's, it's underwear. Crazy. It's holding oh. your nuts. No, I don't like it. Yeah. But so uh, I've listened to enough <laughs> wrestle talk, although I haven't listened to it recently, so I really need to get back on it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I'm with JLB. No, I I I 100 understand where you guys are coming from on it. It's just it infiltrated my dialogue. Because of did it infiltrate talk. your pants? Because apparently it did. Um, wrestle talk could infiltrate I mean, my weight. Now, what? It's, uh, what, it's, it's better than law. La. I don't know about that. You you shut your filthy mouth. Law law law. So uh, I'm a mark for Benoit. So Benoit to AEW. Um, God, Eddie. Gr- to impact um there's a lot more i think he can do there and unfortunately that means owen hearts to ring of honor um which kind of sucks but you know i'll never see him wrestle you son of a bitch just have to find a way to watch ring of honor i guess i i i do find it very interesting that we both think that impact could be amplified by a personality like eddie mm-hmm. but you think about it i mean the, in their heyday they had things like lax which was amplified by conan's ability to cut a promo with viva la raza and all right. that type of stuff so so um i think the latin the latin flavor is maybe what's missing a little bit in impact is that hey, a possibility? I mean, yeah, it's possibly. Possible. Like, they really don't have an LAX now. They have Hernandez. Who is one of my favorite big dudes of all time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said for years that he should have been the Impact World Champion. Um, and I don't think he ever has held it. I think he should have taken it off of Kevin Nash. He's been there forever, though. Mm. Anyway, moving forward. Okay. Yeah, well... That's what I would do with that. So, yeah, that brings us to the end of the AEW Ring of Honor or Impact segment of this, which also kind of brings us to the end of the show just in general. Oh, that's Um, pants. That is pants. La. 
La. <laughs> um, so we will go ahead and wrap things up, close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Make sure to check the links in the doobly-doos uh, for all of our stuff, including our Patreon, our merch, our social medias, all of that stuff there. It's all going to be in the doobly-doos. It doesn't matter where you're at on YouTube, Facebook, uh, or podcast platform. It's all down there. It don't there. matter. Yep. Um, so you can uh, support us on Patreon, support us with buying some merch, um, all of that stuff, or just follow us on the social media. Uh, you can always follow me on social media at Raw and Order WBU. It's right there. That's on pretty much any of the social medias. So AEW, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> any of them, TikTok. Twitter, you can find me there. You can follow DA Fabe at D ah DA Vincent K Fabe, and I might be on there more because I I, I have a studio ish set up. Mm-hmm. Getting there, I doubt it. And I'll probably just can... watch porn in here. Yeah, you probably will. <laughs> You'll decorate those walls. Good thing they're white. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, you can follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand. Is the brand. Real Talk Radio, Real 8. Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. Uh, I passed my exam, guys. So I am happy camper. And uh, I should have a lot more stuff up. I'm going to watch Spiral tonight along with Cruella. So I'm going to get a good mix of movies in my system and so you should look up for the reviews for that because that should be a good time and um you're not getting to bed till 4 30 in the morning dude well you know what i passed my exam so i'll go to bed any god darsh time i want to thank you very much um i how canadian (laughs) was it that he censored himself on that gosh darn don't go whatever i gosh darn wanted don't you know oh i'm sorry well, I'm sorry. Gee, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, anchor.fm slash RTR uh, at JLB420. Um, and uh, there's a website there, but uh, I've never done anything with it for a year, so I probably won't start now. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Follow me on those kind of things. I, I chat about different things. So if you want to message me, comment about anything, want to be on a future show, by all means, I need the motivation, guys. So come on down. And uh, back to you. So um, I'm going to give a quick uh, non-wrestling um, review of something that my wife and I watched uh, the other day. And that was the Friends reunion. Oh, That's snap. great, isn't it? Uh, I'm worried about Chandler in real life, though. No, well, okay. he apparently had a dentist appointment. Yeah, he, uh, that's the deal. He had an emergency dental surgery earlier in that day. Um, and so, and he's a recovering addict, so he was not on painkillers, so he was in pain, um, from recovering from it, but he still showed up to do it. Um, I think it was, uh, probably, uh, removing some teeth and and putting in some new dentures or something. That's why the front teeth look so white. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and why you, you'd see him occasionally like hold his jaw like this because he was in pain. So. Um, so he was a trooper for coming up to it. Uh, my review is this, uh, people who've listened to this show, we've mentioned friends a few times before, and it might come off like I was not the biggest fan of friends. 
in some of those ones because I refer to them as garbage people. Um, in reality, they were garbage people. They, none of them were likable by themselves, right? Um, however, I found myself getting oddly emotional watching that reunion. Like, crazy. Like, my wife looked over at me and said, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's just... I. It's just so nice seeing them all together again. So... What got me was maybe when they did the whole around the world, what friends did to other people around the world. That was crazy cool. I was like, damn. And then some people would got relationships together. It made a girl propose to her boyfriend kind of thing. It was all really cool things with that too. Like it was really well done. I maybe didn't get as emotional as you. I think I got more emotional with the Fresh Prince yeah. reunion. I, I think because my wife maybe father. pointed out my wife pointed out, I think it might be generational a bit, uh, because uh, both D.A. Fabe and I are a little bit older than you. Not a ton, mm -hmm. but a little bit older. And oh, so Friends was, Friends was like, when it came out, they were basically my age. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so even though I, I wasn't living in a hip apartment in New York City and I didn't have... <sighs> vaguely ambiguous jobs that must pay a lot of money because I could afford a really nice apartment or whatever. Um, I did have a group of friends that I hung out with a lot at the time. Um, in a coffee shop? Not in a coffee shop, but like like my best <laughs> friends at the time and still some of my best friends in, in life, um, they were effectively my roommates. I lived in one apartment. They lived in the apartment next door. We even had an adjoining door between our apartments because it was an old converted house. Oh, um, so, uh, so it was effectively one big apartment with these three guys who were the bestest of friends, um, which effectively was like Joey and Chandler living there uh, right across from some of their other best friends. So. There were a lot of those little things there uh, that it hit me. And I was always a Chandler fan. Um, but there were also, there were things that probably didn't hit me as much when watching the show that it hit me later on. Um, for instance, and this we're not going to get too much into this. I have another podcast that I host with my wife where we talk about um, our struggles with infertility and trying to have our baby. Um which is a storyline in Friends that at the time that Friends came out was not even in my, in my mind because I had, hadn't met my wife yet for most of it. Uh, and by the time I had, Friends was almost over and, and we still hadn't, didn't get married until later and didn't even start trying to have kids till later. So I didn't know of the struggle with infertility that I would go through. And they on this show, Chandler and Monica, struggled with it and eventually adopted the twins and a uh, big emotional storyline there. And those, that was, those were some of those emotional things that I got like caught up in. But even, even other ones like the, the, the table reads where they had Ross and Rachel reread uh, the, their final well, the scene fact together. That they had a crush on each other too mm -hmm. was crazy. I'm like, oh, that explains how good your chemistry was because yeah. some of that was legit. Yeah. Like, yeah. But but you know, the table read that they had for their um their final final appearance, you know, 
um uh the table read they had didn't they do one for their um well they did when she came back when she said yes the airport yeah. she that was yes. cool uh, that table read for that so anyways um the, a lot of those things there kind of hit me and uh, justin bieber didn't ruin it ladies and gentlemen justin bieber was mr sputnik came out and then bounced i was like oh good justin mm -hmm. bieber was just there and gone okay cool yeah so um I almost didn't recognize Lady Gaga when she came in, but that's beside the point altogether. <laughs> I was I cool. Was like, she did Smelly Cat. That was pretty yeah, awesome. I was like, who is this Rudy Pooh girl coming in in the middle of Smelly Cat ruining this? And I was like, wait a second. Oh, wait. No. Oh, oh, that's Lady Gaga. Never mind. Oh, She's rah, 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 rah. Anyway, but this is not a Friends <laughs> Reunion review podcast. Nope. Um, this is a wrestling podcast, so we will wrap things up for the fantasy booking institute for those of you who uh, joined us on the live stream thanks for joining us if you are listening to us or watching us down the road thanks for uh joining us and uh we hope you enjoyed it and we will see you soon